and the lyrics of that song ring true right now. That was a quote-unquote insurrectionist that was at the January 6, 2020 insurrection, and I say that in quotes, imploring the Capitol's, the Capitol Police Department to do something, and they just stand there. This is what has been released. This is what we have been, that was hidden from us. The January 6th committee had this information. They had these videos, and they never decided to release them to us. Why? I think the answer is pretty obvious. Listen to this guy. Why were we not told? Why was this not part of the evidence during the whole charade of the January 6th committee hearings? Why was this being held? They held back this information. And there's, I mean, I, I, I got to hand it to the new speaker of the house, Mike Johnson. He said, I'm going to release this footage. And true to his word, he has. Thank you. Thank you, speaker of the house. Now, we, as American citizens, have to start asking the tough questions. Why did we spend $4 million of our tax money? We spent, you, me, your friends, your relatives, your neighbors, everybody spent $4 million for a charade that they knew was a setup. They knew that this was not an insurrection. There's a video. Go on go on X or Twitter, whatever the hell you want to call it now. There's a video out there that shows the Capitol Police parading a guy in handcuffs through the Capitol. And then stopping, unhandcuffing him, and then he turns and gives the other officer a fist bump. I'm telling you, go to X and look up that video it is plain as day. And here's the thing. The January 6th committee, and I'm going to name them, each individual by name. And if you go to Wikipedia or Google, it'll say, well, there were some Democrats and there were two Republicans. The Republicans on this list are not Republicans. The January 6th committee was just like the Warren Commission that was looking at the UFO phenomenon in the 60s. This was a sham. It was just like the 9-11 committee. In, two th in the early 2000s. It's a sham. There were no Republicans on there. Liz Cheney is as close to a Republican as I am to a woman. But here are, here are the members of the January 6th committee. And I want you to know their names. Because, well, these are their names and I'll tell you why. Benny Thompson. He is the chair of this, of this committee from Mississippi. Zoe Lofgren from California, dickhead Adam Schiff, pencil neck Adam Schiff from California, Pete 
Aguilar from California. You notice in the trend here, how many Republicans do you see from California? Not many. Let's see. We have Stephanie Murphy from Florida. Wow. Jamie Pass Raskin from Maryland. Elaine, oh, what is her name? Loria. Elaine Loria from Virginia. Those are the quote-unquote majority Democrats on the committee. Now we have the quote-unquote minority Republicans. And to call them Republicans is, you're stretching the truth big time there. Liz Cheney is about as Republican as Mitt Romney. Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney, Wyoming, the vice chairperson. Adam King, Kinzinger from Illinois. <laughs> okay, there's, there's, there's a lot of Republicans from Illinois. The names, Benny Thompson, Zoe Lufgren, Adam Schiff, Pete Aguilar, Stephanie Murphy, James Raskin, Elaine Luria, Liz Cheney, and Adam Kinzinger. Every single one of them. You need to contact your congressperson, your representative, where you live, and demand that every single one of these people get brought up on treason charges. They knew that this was not an insurrection. They are literally shitting the bed right now because the videos that are coming out, we were led to believe Liz Cheney kept showing the same damn video clips of a violent insurrection. And everybody that was there is like, that's not what happened. And we have people that have been in jail since January 6th and beyond. We have people that have been incarcerated for years without due process, still sitting in jail. This is why, because the January 6th committee said this was an insurrection brought about by Trump. The videos that have been released show an exact opposite. Uh, You couldn't be any farther from the truth. You have videos of police officers in the Capitol walking up to these quote-unquote insurrectionists, shaking their hands as they're walking by. To all my Democrat listeners out there, tell me how you can look at these videos. These are the actual videos, and this this is the kicker. These are the videos that the January 6th committee had access to and decided not to show the public. Why do you think that is? Because it blows apart their narrative that it was a violent insurrection, that it was Trump-induced violence. I will tell you now, if you're a Democrat and still believing that Trump incited a riot, there's no hope for you. You are lost. You are gone. Just, Just give up. There's no coming back. You have to be able to look at the facts. The facts are right in front of you on social media, on the news. They're everywhere now, except the mainstream media, because they refuse to broadcast this because it completely obliterates the narrative they have been spouting out for the last four years. I'm telling you right now, this is going to go down as one of the biggest scandals in American history. Nancy Pelosi, Ray Epps, Adam Schiff, Liz Cheney, you name it. The Democrat Party, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the CIA, we're all in on this. I said it from the get-go. This was not MAGA Republicans. These were agents. These were Antifa. They were embedded into this, quote-unquote, insurrection. 
I don't even know what to call it now, a peaceful protest. It looks like I should call it. They were embedded in there, and they made it look like they were the MAGA Republicans. They, they made it look like they were Trump supporters. They had the Trump flags, the MAGA hats. It was all a game, and people bought it left and right. Now, I'm not even, right now, I'll get into that in a couple minutes, and I'm not even going to get into the pro-Palestine riots going on at the DNC or the Democratic headquarters, the Republican headquarters, the White House and the Capitol, that apparently isn't, big, isn't a big deal because it's not MAGA. Donald Trump isn't involved in that, so it's not a big deal. But this is going to go down as the biggest scandal in American history. The Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, Ray Epps, Adam Schiff, you name it, Liz Cheney, they conspired to, basically it's election interference. They conspired against a sitting U.S. president. Everything I look up in, in, in the history and the definitive meaning of treason has their name on it now. What is what is the sentence for treason? It's death. I don't want to see anybody die. I, I am a, I, you know, I hate war. I, I really hate the fact that politicians are sending our sons, daughters, fathers, mothers, cousins, nephews, whatever, sending them off to a foreign land, of, foreign land to die. I don't agree with that. But when you are conspiring against your own people and conspiring to make their lives miserable while making your life better by generating more power and more money, I have a big issue with that. The sentence for treason is death. Call it what it is. You know what? If you want to knock them out, then fine. I personally say put them behind bars for the rest of their lives. That and the fact that the Pelosi, the Schiff, the Cheney name will forever, it's, those names are, will forever be associated with a Benedict Arnold. You know, when I was younger, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. If you called somebody a Benedict Arnold, that was a derogatory statement. I have a feeling my grandkids, if, if, you, if one of my grandkids calls somebody a, a Pelosi or a Schiff or a Cheney, that's going to have the same context. These people are ruining their family name, their family heritage, their legacy because they're power hungry. They're mad with power. They don't care how they get it. They are willing to take down the greatest country in the world as long as they get money and power. I'm starting to see the tide turn. People are starting to wake up to the just egregious, the egregious abuse of power that both sides of the aisle in Washington have over us. But here's the thing. We have the evidence now. We have proof that they knew that everything they said about January 6th was a lie. They're lying to us. We now have the proof of that. Now we have to make ways. If you are one of these conservatives or one of these people that don't want to make waves, it's time to make waves because you have something to back it up. You have a lot to back it up. This was a sham. 
This cost us millions and millions of dollars that they knew they were lying through. The whole thing they knew they were lying. They would, would, le they would release certain clips that looked horrible. These politicians had access to every single thing that we are seeing now. And they picked and they choose what they want the public to see. And of course they're going to show, oh, look at all these violent MAGA protesters. They're not going to show you that this was an inside job by the Department of Justice, by the FBI, by the CIA, and by the Democrat Party. We are in a war for our country, everybody. If you want to sit back and just ride it out, the time for there's no more time for that. If you love your country, if you love the country you grew up in, if you love your freedom, you have to stand up. And this is where it begins. You have to demand, you have to demand consequences for those who perpetuated this lie. These people have to be held accountable. It starts with us. If we don't say anything, if we don't make enough waves, it's going to go right under the rug. The days of that are done. Our country is on the edge. We are falling off the cliff. We are holding on by our fingertips right now. We have this chance. Mike Johnson, the Speaker, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, gave us this chance. He showed the country. This was a facade. This was a lie. This was a smear campaign against Trump and his supporters. How do you feel having your name run through the mud because you, you support Donald Trump? I am pissed about that. I should be able to vote for whoever I want. The Democrats don't think that is the right thing to do. They say, this, essentially the Democrats say, if you are not voting with us, you are, you are a dissident and you should be in jail. I want every one of my listeners, and that's thousands and thousands of listeners still to, the, to this day, which is amazing. I was off for almost three months and I, the numbers on the last show were through the roof. Thank you, by the way. I want every single one of you to do something. I don't care if it's calling your representative, calling your congressperson and telling them, you better hold those who knew, knew they were lying. I mean, how many times can we let Adam Schiff off the hook? He knowingly lied about Russian collusion. He knowingly lied about the January 6th committee. How many times are we going to let this guy knowingly lie and get away with it? Those days are done. And with that being said, if I end up dying in a tragic accident, it wasn't an accident. I got Clinton or Schiff or Pelosi, okay? We have a golden opportunity right now to show our country and the world how deceitful, how manipulative, and how just god-awful the Democrat, I mean, literally the swamp in Washington. And the swamp in Washington can extend all across the country because they're all the same. We have a chance 
to take our planet. I mean, it isn't just America. I'm this show is based out of America. It's based out of Michigan. But what I see happening in Michigan, what I see happening in America is the same thing happening across the country, across the planet. Because there is a genuine there's a genuine move towards a global world government where basically only a certain amount of people are elite and the rest of us are struggling. It is If you want to struggle the rest of your life, well, there's two things. You vote Democrat or you vote for this whole policy that is going on Agenda 2030. If you love your freedom, if you love the ability to do what, what you want to do within reason, within lawful reason, if you want to be able to go to Punta Cana. I just got back from Punta Cana. Amazing place. If you want to go to Mexico, if you want to go across state lines without having to worry about government intervention, then you have a duty. Not And it isn't even to you. This is not my duty. This is a duty to my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids. Because if we let this go, and we let these, the, these liberals and th- this Democrat, these New World Order Mongols, if we let them get away with this, there's no coming back. When I say we're on the precipice of falling off the cliff, I've said it numerous times. I'm telling you right now, this is it. We have the proof. Let's see how much moxie we all have. Let's see how much resolve we have to take back our country. We have the proof now. Let's do something about it. As you can tell, that's a pretty sore subject with me. I I hate being lied to. You know what? That is one of my pet peeves. Do not lie to me. And I feel I'm being lied by a politi- by le- being lied to by our politicians on a daily basis. I now have the proof that they were lying to us. So I'm I'm pissed. I am beyond pissed. There are people sitting in jail. One man hung himself, killed himself. Because of the the efforts of our government and our, our, our Department of Justice to, to make him a criminal. Where? When are we gonna when are we gonna demand justice? Oh gosh. All right. Let me know what you think. Contact me at the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. Again, the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. Contact me. Let me know what you think. Am I wrong on this? Am I right on this? Are you going to do anything? I want to know of my listeners. Theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. If you find this show, you know my website. Theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Don't be shy. I don't care if you say I'm for you. I agree. Or you give me a long, drawn-out book of an answer. I want to hear from you. There's a lot of you since I've been gone I haven't heard from. I really want to hear from you. And it's not just my American audience because New Zealand, Australia, England, Canada, Spain, France, Russia, 
We are going through the same thing. I want to hear what you have to say about this. What are you going what are you going to do? What are you going to do to make a difference? Because that's what we're here for. Our whole life is about worshiping God, worshiping our creator and making a difference. Are you just going to go through life and just kind of cruise on and on cruise control, not making waves? And when then when you pass, you know, you got your family remembering you and you're like, eh. and after a couple of years, nobody remembers you anymore. Are you going to make a difference? So generations from now, they're going to say, Karen, I remember Karen from New Zealand. I remember Justin from Michigan. I remember them. They stood up to the tyranny that was going to bring this planet on its knees. And they stood up. And they fought back. How are you going to be remembered? That's what you have to ask yourself. So, with that being said, we're going to move on to a break and we're going to come on to a next subject. The next subject will not be politics, thank God. I get really riled up when I'm talking politics. But this next subject is something going on in Peru. There is something going on that a lot of people are really, really concerned about. So, what I want you to do, sit back, relax, open that mind. When I come back, I'm going to tell you about the extraterrestrial entities and what they're doing in Peru. You are listening to the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Tom Velasquez, host of The Paranormal Patriot. I'm telling you, if you want to get something for free, I'm the guy to do it. All you have to do is contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Send me an email. If you have a book you want to promote, an event you want to promote, a paranormal society, a political society, or a political group you want to promote, or you want to promote yourself on Twitter, on Facebook, wherever, if you're a DJ, whatever, I don't care. I'm here for you. Contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Give me a 30-second to one-minute audio clip of who you are, what you're promoting. I will play it on this show for free. You never get free advertising. I'm the one to do it. I have thousands and thousands of listeners across this planet every week. I want to give back to the listeners that have made this show so popular. And all you have to do is send me a 30-second to one-minute audio clip of who you are, what you're promoting, and send it to theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Seasons 
Okay, we're going to change gears here. We're going to talk a little bit about paranormal. Now, I'm going to start this segment. It's a, it's an extraterrestrial UFO type segment, maybe, because there's a lot of controversy on this. But I will tell you, we are going to have disclosure, in my opinion, within the next three years. Within, by 2020, well, let's go 2027 just to be safe. We're at the end of 2023. I'm going to say by 2027, we're going to we're going to know that aliens exist. Our government has known it for years. I think there is a I think the we'll call them extraterrestrials right now. We don't know where they're from. I don't know where they're from. Some people claim they do. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to call them extraterrestrials. They are becoming more emboldened. They're going to becoming more in your face I guess I truly believe that disclosure is either going to come from our government or they're going to the extraterrestrials are going to say it's time we're just going to show ourselves but with that being said in Peru there there there's an issue in Peru that something's going on. They're finding people dead in in villages all across Peru. There's one village in particular, I'll get into that in a minute, but the stories that are given from the survivors of these encounters are extraordinary. So these are the stories, and, and I don't want to, I, I guess I shouldn't even call them stories. These are the eyewitness accounts so the members of the Kitu tribe claim that they have suffered repeated attacks by what they call aliens. They have called for assistance from the Peruvian military and started conducting their own night patrols to protect their village. So how it goes is terrified villagers in the rural Peruvian district of San Antonio, not Texas, Peru, have claimed that they have come under attack by seven-foot-tall aliens that they have dubbed Los Palacaras, or the Face Peelers. The members of the Quitu tribe from the San Antonio native community have reported mysterious figures in dark-colored hoods attacking the villagers who live in the rural district of Alto Nane, northeast of Lima, Peru. After one such attack, a 15-year-old girl had to be taken to a hospital. Now, according to community leader, Hario, we'll just call him Hario Davalia, the teenager narrowly escaped, but as a result of the struggle, they cut part of her neck. Now, according to local media members of the community, they are conducting night patrols to protect women, children, and the more vulnerable villagers, and they have called on authorities to send the military. Some community members say they can't sleep because they are in fear. Locals describe the extraterrestrials as having large heads and yellowish eyes and say the mysterious figures are immune to their weapons. They claim that they have attacked them every night for a month since July 11th. Latina Noticias, a Peruvian news outlet, outlet, quoted Davila as saying he had come face to face with one of these so-called aliens. He said, we have met almost face to face. His face is hardly visible. I have seen his whole body floating at a height of one meter. He, 
it, in my opinion, it, that sounds like the being that he's encountered is kind of hovering. The group has now requested a military presence from the authorities. However, it apparently uh, reportedly takes 10-hour river trip to reach the community from the nearest city. Again, he said, we need support from our community. The children do not sleep and the mothers stay up all night. They appear to be armored. I shot one of them twice and he wasn't even injured. He rose, acted like nothing happened and disappeared. We're very frightened about what's happening in our community. He added that their shoes are round shape, which they use to float. Their heads are long, they wear a mask and their eyes are yellowish. They are experts at escaping. Now, some villagers describe the aliens as being like pelicaracas, strange beings from folklore that feast on human faces, fats, fat, and organs. Hmm, they'd have a field day with me. According to reports, the police reached the remote area on board a speeder vessel and toured the village perimeter, including the area where the teenager, the 15-year-old girl, was allegedly attacked. It is unclear if authorities found anything to corroborate the villagers' claim and if the government intends to deploy military personnel to the area for a sustained period of time. But, according to a 2017 national census, there are about 1,350 1350 people who identify as being a member of the Kitu community. So, with that being said, you know, there's a lot going on there. So... I could just sit here and tell you, yep, extraterrestrials are in Peru. They're peeling faces off of people, and we don't know why. That might not be the truth. So these creatures, they say are seven feet tall. They say they have roundish shoes, feet on them, and that they're able to hover with these. But now there's other people that say, they are able to outrun anybody if they put their feet on a disc like a little disc that allows them to hover even faster. This reminds me, if you're a fan of the paranormal UFOs, humanoids, you know about the Mexico and the South African witches that are videoed hovering and flying through the sky with no means of propulsion. There's nothing that shows how they could be up in the air and moving. They're going against the wind, going up, down, left, right. Is that where it starts? I mean, were they, were these extraterrestrials monitoring that area? Looking for the most vulnerable? There's a possibility. But now there's reports that this isn't an extraterrestrial invasion. These are Peruvian gold miners dressing up as quote-unquote aliens and killing the locals who stray too far or too close, I should say, too close to their gold mine. Doesn't account for the hovering. I I don't know how these gold miners would hover. I mean, listen, we have technology out there that is being hidden from us did these gold miners did these and some people say they're special ops at this point i don't know what i can tell you is that there is definitely something happening in peru people are dying i've seen videos i saw a video of a 
of a young man lying dead on the banks of a river, his his skin from his neck all the way up, he didn't have skin. It was torso, you come to the neck, and then it's skull and spine. Somebody fe- somebody peeled his face. Do I do I think that these if they were aliens, extraterrestrials, do I think that they would be out to harm us? I have a really big problem with that. Since I was young, when I started getting into the UFO phenomenon, I would listen to people say they're out to destroy the world. And my first thought is kind of like evolution. If we evolved from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? And I go along that lines. If if they wanted to destroy this this the, the inhabitants of this planet, why would they not do it when we are not as technologically advanced? Why would they wait until we may possibly be able to defend ourselves? Why wouldn't they do it when we were a bunch of humans that had sticks and stones and maybe catapults? I mean, I, I, at that point, I'm just guessing. Why would they wait until now when we have nuclear and who knows what type of weapons we have? To defend ourselves. Why would they wait until now? That's why I think. I don't think that they are out to to destroy us. Now I'm not going to say that there's not a faction. There's not a race of aliens that want to see us destroyed. I believe that there's multiple races of aliens visiting this planet. But I, I, I just can't see them picking a little Peruvian village. To destroy. I mean, if you're going to do that, why wouldn't you go to a big city? I don't know. I'm not going to deny that there's something going on. But I'm not going to say it's extraterrestrial. I'm more inclined to believe that it might be Peruvian gold miners. They don't want anybody near their gold mine. Anybody that comes close, gone. They're going to make it look. Now... My only my only concern is why are so many people seeing somebody or something levitating? I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Something is going on. The best thing for you to do is to look it up. Look it up. Look up Peruvian alien attacks. Peruvian face peelers. Look at. Look at all the articles. And read both sides and make a decision for yourself. Be a free thinker. Again, I'm not going to deny that something is happening in Peru. Is it extraterrestrial? I'm a little skeptical. I mean, I I believe in aliens. I believe there is an, an other other life forms that are visiting this planet, whether they're from outer space, another dimension, inner Earth, which I think I'm going to talk about next week. I don't know, but is this a, is this a case of aliens trying to, I mean, why would you go into a little village in Peru? I just don't understand that unless, unless, I mean, the story of the Anunnaki, a guy I work with, I'll call him Jay. He knows who he is. He is really in tune to the Anunnaki. 
The Anunnaki were what I believe the quote-unquote giants in the Bible. And the stories going around the ancient alien, and I don't even know what else to call them, the quote-unquote ancient alien websites and forums, is that the Anunnaki came to this planet to mine gold. They needed miners, so they created the human race. So... Are these seven-foot-tall aliens, are they the Anunnaki? And they're mining gold in Peru, and any human that comes in is not going to make it back? I, I just don't know. I don't know. So if there's anyone that listens to this show that knows and has an opinion about these Peruvian attacks, contact me at the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com contact me i will get you on the show i really want to know more about this because while there is information out there there's not a lot it's almost as if it's being kind of swept under the rug let me know i'm going to take one more quick break and when i come back i want to tell you about a really weird situation i had just last night while I was sleeping. Was it paranormal? Was it normal? I don't know, but it scared the crap out of my wife and I. So sit back, relax, open that mind. I will be right back. My name is Tom Velasquez, and you are listening to the Paranormal Patreon. Again, this is Tom, the host of The Paranormal Patriot. Hey, if you haven't already, go to Facebook. Like the Paranormal Patriot podcast page. I have been hacked. The old Paranormal Patriot page is no longer active. Well, it may be active by the hacker, but who cares? Go to the Paranormal Patriot podcast page. Like it. We have... I let all of my listeners who who like that page... They can post on that page. I want to hear from my listeners of this show. Carl, you're awesome. Thank you for everything you post on that show. Justin, Karen, you name it. Thank you. Danielle, thank you for posting on the page. Go to the Paranormal Patriot podcast on Facebook. And also go to the Para P podcast. Capital T, the, capital P, Para, capital P, capital P podcast on X. I'm going to be getting more now that I'm getting back into the show. I'm going to be more into the social media aspect because that's how I can feel. I interact with you when I'm not on this show. And as always, if you want to contact me for any reason, contact me at the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. Again, the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. Okay, to end the show, I had a really weird night last night. 
I don't know if it was paranormal, but it's something I'd never experienced before. So it's been a while since I was able to really truly sleep through a night. And it seems like 2.30, 3 o'clock every night, I wake up just out of the blue. My mind says, hey, I'm not tired anymore. And I wake up. And there are sometimes I, I, you know, I sit there and the house is just dead quiet. Everybody's asleep. And there are many times I have to get up and walk downstairs because I feel like there's somebody. I hear some type of furniture moving in my house. Something is moving in my house and I go downstairs and there's nothing. Last night was different. Because last night, it wasn't just me that heard it. So at uh, about 2.15, I'm in a dead sleep. And I start hearing a noise outside my bedroom window. And I'm like, what is that? That sounds like an owl. Now, I live in Michigan, and Michigan has owls. But where I live, I have never, ever, ever seen, heard, or heard anybody talk about seeing an owl. It sounded like an owl. In a way, it did, but it didn't. It was almost like a whoo-hoo, but it wasn't. And it was like right outside my window. So, I, of course, it woke me up. I grabbed my phone, turned the flashlight on, shined it on the window, nothing. And I'm like, what is going on? So, I kind of... I turned my flashlight off and laid back down, and it's it's there. I mean, it is a constant noise. It's not like it's all the time, but it's and it's not like it's here's one second, here's three seconds, here's six seconds, here's nine seconds, here's twelve seconds. I'm hearing it every you know in a three second, four second, five second interval. It's not that not that consistent, but it's there. I'm like, what is going on? So I get up and I start walking around the house. I'm thinking, okay, maybe one of my cats is having an issue. Nothing. I walk downstairs. My son was up. He was on his computer. And I'm like, are you, what are you doing? He's like, I'm on my computer. What are you doing? I said, I'm hearing something. I don't hear a thing. Well, he's got headphones on. I'm, I'm not expecting him to hear a thing. So I thought I was just hearing things. And I walk upstairs, walk back to the bedroom. And my wife is like, what is that noise? I'm like, you hear that? And she's like, yes, what is that? I'm like, is it an owl? And she says, maybe, but it doesn't sound like any owl I've ever heard in my life. So I walk through the house and I'm looking in the backyard because that's where the noise is coming from. I'm like, I don't see anything. So I lay down and it's getting louder and louder to the point I feel it's right up against my back bedroom window and I shine my light back out on that that window and nothing's there. And my wife is like, what is going on? So I get back up, walk downstairs. I'm like, Andrew, come up here and listen to this. So I turn on the hallway light and turn on my bedroom light and quick turn it off because we're at 3, 3.15 in the morning now. And my eyes are burning because of the light. And the noise is gone. He's like, what are, you, what are you talking about, Dad? 
And I'm like, it's not just me. Mom hears it too. He's like, and my wife is like, something's outside. And then it's gone. It's just gone. And my wife got up to use the re- or the bathroom probably 10 minutes later. And she's like, uh, it's there. The way my bedroom's set up, I have a window facing my backyard and I have a window facing my side yard that goes into the rest of the subdivision. And she's like, you put your, you can hear it. And as you get closer to the side window in our bedroom, it gets louder. I'm like, what is that? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm shining my flashlight and there's nothing out there. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't an owl. But I've never seen, heard, or heard of an owl being in our vicinity. I don't even know how to describe the noise. It was, I will call it owl-like. What I can tell you is there was definitely something in our backyard, in our neighborhood, that was really, truly loud. I don't know what it was. Now, if this sounds like anything anybody else has experienced, please, for the love of God, contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com and enlighten me. I am a very light sleeper, and I hear a lot of stuff. Like I say, I I hear what I feel is furniture moving around the house all the time. This one was corroborated by the wife, and I know I'm not crazy. I don't know what it was. So if you have ever heard an owl-like sound that you can't, you don't know what it is, contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. My wife at this point is like, I don't even know what that was. And I don't want to scare her, but I want to be truthful with her. It's crazy. And with everything going on in the UFO community, these extraterrestrials being more emboldened to show themselves? How do I know it wasn't an alien? I don't know. Contact me at the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. All right, that'll be the show this week. I will be back next week with another show. I hope you enjoy it. Contact me at the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. You have been listening to the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I will talk to you next week. I used to be broke, just looking around it. So I put in work, and one day I found it. I became mine, now everybody that wanted my spot. Just cause the show you start at the bottom, and one day you make it and get to the top. Cause it's my destiny, now I got mine.